that we'll hear that in 10 minutes. It was like, oh, that's me. I must have set, no, I, I set so many alarms because otherwise, I mean, I will forget to brush my teeth. Um, yeah. So I was like, oh, what's that alarm for? What do yeah. I forget to do now? Yeah, yeah. I'm Jen. I'm Kayla. I'm Corey. And this is the 10 Minute Gap Fest. Start the timer. Okay, mommies, grab your bottle of wine. It's all yours. Hide in a closet. This is your 10 minutes. Gab Fest. <laughs> and we have a guest for Gab Fest, my friend Nikki Dinky. I originally met Nikki because we're both voiceover artists, but she is also a cook, a cookbook author, a TV host. She's been on Dr. Oz. She is amazing. And she is a mommy of three beautiful kiddos and a couple angel babies too. <laughs> and we have come to her for advice about getting our kiddos to eat veggies because Nikki, okay, Nikki and I have been friends for a, a very long time now. Um, but I love part of Nikki's story is that she used to be a really picky eater. And that it like, by the time she became an adult, she just didn't eat anything. She's like, right, Nikki, you were living off ramen or something. Uh, basically, I didn't eat a single vegetable um, or piece of meat or protein or anything besides cheese and bread until I was 20 years old. 20 years old was the wow. first time that a veggie hit my lips. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's impressive. It's that's, impressive. That's some right? good it's, willpower. It's a, real, it's a title that I hold very dear. But basically, at 10 years old, my mom couldn't handle my picky eating and said, you can eat whatever you want, but I am not going to cook you a separate meal. Yep. And so I cooked for myself from 10 years old on. And of course, that included no vegetables, just cheese and carbs Cereal. and carbs. And carbs. Um, so I truly, as an adult, learned that you can love vegetables. You can actually go from hating something to loving it. Um, so I kind of had that experience, you know, weave its way through all of my cooking. Um, and now I, with my new cookbook, More Veggies Please, I am trying to, you know, offer really, really accessible, easy ways for parents to, you know, get their kids to eat more vegetables, which basically every kid out there, you know, usually needs. What about if I just that. want myself to eat my vegetables? Because I've been stalking your page <laughs> and now I'm very drawn to the desserts, right? I know there's like, you've got veggies, you've got like zucchini and tomato soup and lots of really cool ways you're getting it in there. But like, there's so many bean-based things that blows my mind yeah, like bean, love, black bean beans. brownies oh i make you know, black bean brownies my kids love them we got black bean brownies i got white bean pancake i've got these incredible white bean vanilla coffee cake muffins i love using beans because it's a pantry staple and it's so easy to have on hand and so if you're making muffins and you just want flour and sugar on hand it's likely that you might also have beans so yeah, there's a lot of, you know, I, I wanted these recipes to be so easy and accessible. So things like beans or frozen cauliflower rice um, yes. or even frozen butternut squash, if you can find it, are all things that I wove in there so that you didn't have to prep all this extra stuff. I'm trying to make it really easy for people. So yeah, I love, I love me some beans. I feel like you and I would be very good friends in the kitchen. I, I think that is, sounds wonderful. I love all of you. This so, is I mean, totally my jam, hearing all of this. And I, I love food prepping. I I love veggies and keeping a pantry stocked. So I'm like really excited. Now I want to dig into your cookbook. Yeah, see, Kayla's daughter actually will just sit there and eat a bunch of broccoli. Although she did, she did get away from, from a couple of us at my son's birthday party and oh just ate a bunch of pizza and cake. Kayla and I came to blows once because I tried to give her daughter an actual sprinkle. Oh, I was very mad at you. Like one, one sprinkle. One sprinkle How off a cookie. No, you tried to do it <laughs> well, without, first, without. Oh, no. And this yeah. is the last episode of Hi, My Name is Mom, because they don't speak to each other anymore. <laughs> first, I tried to give her a cookie. You know, those like horrific frosted cookies. They're yeah. awful. And then she was like, no, no. So I was like, all right, have a sprinkle. 
And I like her <laughs> sprinkle in her mouth. She's like, no. Oh my God. You know, kids are just so different. And I think yeah, it's kind are. of incredible. How, you know, like they just sometimes choose to eat a lot of things, choose to eat nothing. But what I love about the, you know, the philosophy I had going into this book was we all, even us adults, could use more vegetables. And so if we're going to make muffins anyway and cakes and brownies anyway, and we're going to make pancakes, why not have vegetables in them? Why not make everything we're already eating more nutritious? And so it's like whether your kid eats everything or nothing, I feel like this just helps us all, you know, eat better. And for especially people that do have picky eaters or it's more challenging, it just kind of takes that weight off. I know that I feel so much pressure as a mom. I'm responsible for three people and everything that they eat. It's just a lot of pressure. And I like the idea that if they don't eat that side of vegetables at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I at least know that they're getting it in there some way. You know, a little like it takes the load off a little. My only trick that my husband came up with, with our first, because you're right, they're so different. My first will still barely eat a vegetable and my three-year-old will eat absolutely anything. But the one trick that worked was telling my son that he was a dinosaur eating trees and (laughs) that helped get him to eat broccoli. But I'm really curious if you test out your recipes on your kids. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that like my experience with it is there are some that go over great and there are many that they like at different times. And so just recently, no one was really eating my mac and cheese, which I'm telling you that mac and cheese, I must have tested 50 times. It's one of the recipes I'm really proud of. And, you know, one day they just all stopped eating it. But yet recently I tried again. And sure enough, my, you know, three-year-old twin, the girl was like, oh my gosh, mama, my favorite. And I'm like, it's your favorite? Like I have haven't made it in four months because nobody was eating it. And so I think it's always important just to like keep going back to things. But yes, my flavors are are meant to be very traditional. I'm not trying to push the envelope so far that your kids won't eat it. So if they like mac and cheese, if they like pancakes, if they like chicken nuggets, they should like my recipes. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Putting them, those recipes in front of my three children, you know, it was like that make or break moment where I'm like, oh, geez, guys, come on. I can't write this recipe again. Please just like, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Kids do just also get sick of things you know what I mean it's not necessarily that they don't they stop liking them but sometimes they just get sick of them they, they totally get sick of things. And one thing I did for this book is I actually had about 400 parents taste testing the recipes as I was developing them. And the cool thing was, is that I really got to see inside of the homes of these moms and dads and the ways that their family were eating. And so I thought it was cool because you never know, you know, what's going on in your house isn't necessarily what's going on in other houses. And so that really gave me a great indication because all these, you know, kids and parents in different locations and different ages were trying this food. And so I think in the end, hopefully, I created recipes that appeal to the largest group. But, you know, like anything that I make, if I'm going to have you spend time in the kitchen, I want to make sure that it's still special. You know, nobody wants to just cook for their kids. And so do you hide the veggies when you're adding them in? Are you like nothing to see here? And you drop some beans and something. (laughs) I would say it's the opposite Um, because the flavors aren't so strong. What I actually love to do is really let them know these are your bean pancakes and even have them help me make them and put the beans in. Because they might not be tasting the beans, but they'll start to have a better association and a more positive view of something like yeah, beans. See, I'm too late on my eight-year-old, man. If he hears, he'll want something. <laughs> and if he hears that there's a vegetable in it, 
forget about it. Oh, well, so, but maybe I can retrain him. They're all retrainable. I feel right? like I have to tell him after. I'll be like, what kind of, actually, you know what? I, for some reason, he took a bite of my eggs and I told him that it had egg whites in it. And he's, now he says he wants egg whites. So maybe what I need to do is like, you know, make a treat, give it to him, let him love it and be like, oh, those have a special ingredient. You're not going to believe what it is. And you got veggies that made you stronger and, and healthier too. Maybe that's the way that's to approach it. Yeah. yeah. I think we all have kids that we can do different things with. I think there are some kids that would think that's cool. There are some kids that might freak out and be like, what did you serve me? And we all know our own kids, but I think that whether or not you're really upfront telling them or sharing it or not, hopefully in the end, they just start thinking more positively of these things. And in a very subtle way, they start to get used to these flavors. So though, you know, most of my flavors, it's going to just taste like mac and cheese and you're going to have that sweet potato and cauliflower in there. But hopefully I just, I wanted to make sure that parents had success and I know that if you put just any mac and cheese or something super healthy in front of my kids, they're less likely to go sure. for it. So I wanted to make sure that people, for the most part, were going to have, you know, successful dinner. So that was definitely a goal. Well, it's weird because kids like kid food. I mean, I just yeah. usually try to get like organic turkey hot dogs. Like that's about as big of a yeah. win and as, as I have right now. But I feel like this is a way to go. Oh, here's so something that's familiar to them that is going to look the same, but it has different ingredients. And so that's, that's where I think your book is really unique. I'm so excited to read it because I, I've been given Loxley spinach pancakes, like for, uh, since she started eating mm. it's It's, it's one of my favorite recipes that like we eat at our house. And so I love that. Like, like there's a like-minded mama that oh, yeah. is like better at it. And I can get so many ideas because I'm starting from scratch. with the, She loves with the to cook. I love cooking. So I'm like, I'm very excited about this. And yeah, then I'm going to make her make the stuff for me. Again. Yes. <laughs> well, there's also that stage where your kids just decide they're going to completely change what they eat. Cause like three of my four kids started out as great eaters and then it was, they would eat everything. And then there was a moment where it's like, boom, yeah, and then nothing. they're just done. It's nothing onion, nothing But then tomato. they might circle back to oh, it. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's like the... Then isn't there a thing of like, you're supposed to introduce kids to like, just keep introducing it. Oh, you said that, Nikki, where you said that you had to train <laughs> yourself that way, right? Where you had to keep trying stuff yeah. and then you'd like so it. When I when I was 20 and I truly learned to like vegetables, I found that it took me about 30 to 50 times of trying something. That's persistent. 10 second timer. To loving it. 10 second timer. Where can we find you, Nikki? So you can find me always on on social media at Nikki Dinky um, or NikkiDinkyCooking.com and my book is More Veggies Please. And also I, I want to say I'm going to, I'm breaking the rule here but and we're, we're going to tag her <laughs> in our description and share share stuff on socials but you she also has another amazing book called Meat on the Side which yes. I also think is a really great concept because I had never heard anything like that before Nikki's book um, and it's like about, you know, you can have all the things, but that doesn't mean like meat has to be the main, the lead, right? Yeah. It can be, it can be a smaller portion and tons of veggies. So I, I just think, and also following Nikki on socials, she's so much fun. She's going to make you hungry. She's really hilarious and just a super cool person. Yay. Um, and Thanks, yeah, we guys. would love to have you back on sometime. We need to do it. I know because we could easily keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But I was like, oh, we're done. Oh, okay. <sighs> yes. We'll, we'll talk again soon, but thank you for letting me gab with you. We definitely have to do I'm going to blow, I'm going to like try your recipes and just blow up your Instagram and my stories. Oh my God. I would love nothing more. Thank you so much for making the time for us today, Nikki. I miss you. I miss you too. Thank you for having me. It was nice seeing you. You too, babe. <laughs> okay. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.